Hi, welcome to Unbounded, the story of success. In Unbounded, I'm going to be giving to you, in my, what my, in my opinion, are the 10 dimensions which you must um, understand before you could understand personal success. I've studied over 500 books, read them deeply, and um, I look to giving someone in what I call uh, what I call a, str a strange um, uh, I call it a strange um, um, Hi, so welcome to Unbounded. In Unbounded, we're going to be giving to you what I call the 10 dimensions of success in which you would live an exceptional life. One of my dreams in life is to influence a large culture of people so that their lives should no longer be ordinary. And I think about it every time I read about exceptional people. I read about the Michael Phelps of this world, the Michael Jordan, the Michael Jacksons how they made greatness out of their lives. And um, so I think about how do we democratize this greatness so that the vast majority of people could learn. Now, you would agree with me that there are plenty of books, thousands or even millions of books on success. I mean, and I have been blessed to have read a lot of them. I, I some people that have read over 500 books on leadership, on, on personal development. And the most important thing is that how do I codify what I've learned over time that works and does not work, what's meaningful, what's not meaningful, and um, give to you the best thinking in the world about what could make your life a success. And if I could do that, I would be succeeding in my duty as a coach in maximizing your effectiveness in life. So I talked about Unbounded, and, um, and I said, could a young um, secondary school or university graduate listen to Unbounded and be challenged. The same way someone who is in his midlife could also be, could also listen to it and be challenged. And the same way someone who is in later life would still have a spark in listening to Unbounded, you understand? So Unbounded is that, um, that, uh, that uh, intervention to ensure that you could understand the story of success and wherever you are not getting it right, you could make cost corrections and um, and at the end of the day, become more successful than you've ever been. You know, look, you and I have been very successful. Like they always say, that the greatest battles you would face in life, you've faced it and you've won. Now, when you were about to be delivered or when you are about to be conceived, you faced over 500 million other sperms, but you won. So you weren't means that you're a successful person. But if you look at yourself, you might not see yourself successful. And that's the reason why, even in this world, you see a lot of people do not see themselves as successful. And that's very important. They see others as successful, but they do not see themselves as successful. So someone said, if you cannot define it, you cannot attain it. So the story of success is such that you must be able to know what is success to me. So... I look at the story um, about it as you might have to look at the personal dimension that success is personal, success has a prize, success is all about purpose, success has a process, success is priority, success has philosophies, success is persistence, success is paradigm sheet, success is platform, 10 dimensions in which we'll be going through. So today's own, I'm going to be giving to you success is personal, success is personal. Like I said earlier on, someone said, if you cannot define it, you cannot attain it. 
So if you want to understand what success is, you must tell yourself what really is success. Is it the attainment of goals, the living out of your dreams, the achievement of uncommon objectives? What really is success? But success is this and really more. Many years ago, the telecom industry started in Nigeria. The telcos build per minute or per second. In a country, the majority of the people were below poverty line. The seconds actually counted. So many people were in this per second billion. So, and that was where the money was. So everybody was always concerned or the people on per second billion were concerned. How much should I do? How many seconds could I speak? And they were really concerned because it was on the per second billion. And so they went, always went straight to the point and they would leave so that they would not be billed further. So Anna met someone who, on the basis of such, was making this an illustration and said, you know what, at the end of our lives, our lives are going to be per head, per head. You know, from that, he just said per head, per head. And when she said per head, per head, it dawned on me that everyone who is going to be successful in life would have to hold it by his own head, by his own, his personal, it's going to be personal to the person. So every head will define her own success. We're, not, we're, going, to, we're going to be judged by our lives. We're going to be judged by the decisions we've made. We're going to be judged by not whether someone loves you or not, but by the things you could do for yourself. And the amazing thing is this. No matter how much someone loves you, no matter how much someone cares for you, no matter how much someone believes in you, the person cannot use the restroom for you, the person cannot use the bathroom for you, the person cannot eat for you, the person cannot think for you, the person has, you have got to do all these things yourself, you know, so you've got to do them yourself and one of them that you've got to do yourself is that you've got to discover what success is. Success must be personal for you. So, why do I say, why is this really very important? If you look at it, many years ago, a lot of people wanted, um, in Nigeria, a lot of people wanted to go to medical school. So I have this friend, let's call him Femi, and Femi went to medical school, did extremely well, passed very well. Although he was always uninterested, but I mean, he was very brilliant, and he did well in school. And But there was something that happened. On the day that he was being... Um, it was being, it was graduating. Everybody was happy except Femi. So when Femi got home, Femi told his dad, I went to medical school because of you. This is your certificate. I'm going to do what my life tells me to do. Now, you see, Femi, as far as Femi was concerned, every other person looked at Femi as being successful at that stage. You understand, he has attained what a lot of people could not attain. He's gone, he's passed, he's passed, um, he has passed the test that was difficult to achieve, but Femi, as far as he was concerned, wasn't successful because it was someone else's dream, it was someone else's goals, it was someone else's plans, and Femi needed to do his own. Now, until you discover that success is personal, you would allow your minutes, your days, your weeks, and years to drift and not count. But the day you discover success is personal, then every second counts, every hour counts, every day counts, every week counts, the years count. You can't wait to protect it from time wasters. You can't you can't wait to make sure that you add more into it than you take out of it because you're always going to be concerned about how would I get better, how would I improve you? You will become intolerant of mediocrity. So how do you know that success is personal? Because you may have seen people with all the prestige, you may see People with all the wealth, all the power, still feeling a sense of meaningless or still feeling a sense of vanity, still 
still empty. Such feelings are what 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 permeates in a lot of lives. And one of the things in which once you go through this unbounded seminar, it is that you will never have such a feeling. You never have such a feeling. So, like Femi earlier on, Femi asked himself, "What is really what success is really to him? What would he?" No, what is what are his own dreams? Not his father's dream. What are his mother's dream? You know, because we live in many societies, live in what what culture drives you to do, what society drives you to do, what your family could drive you to do, and you never live out your own dream. You never live out your own dream. I know a lot of people that got married just because this is who they could get married to. I mean, you know, this story going on that Prince Charles may have gotten married to Camilla if. The family did not say no that oh she's not she's not aristocratic, you understand. So but when you say success is personal, success is personal, what satisfies you is personal. Like they say in local palace, every man's food is another man's poison, you understand? What's personal? Success is really personal to you. And you must discover what your own food is. Somebody else may not like it, but you must discover what your own food is. So many people can um, can be termed successful, but at the end of the day, their lives are empty, they're creeping out new frontiers because they must understand that success must be personal before it is meaningful. Success must be personal before it is meaningful. So, you could have, I mean, many societies have definitions of success like prestige, like the private jets, uh, the beautiful women, the high and mighty hotels, you understand? Like when the pandemic um, struck, we could realize that a lot of these things were vulnerable. If you didn't have access to them and they were all external things, would you still call your life or would you still term yourself as being successful? So, because for success to be a driver, it must be internalized, you understand? Because a lot of these things were external indicators of success, but they were not internal indicators of success. So, for the goal of success to make you happy, you must understand that it must be your own dream and it must, it must be your own purpose that you are trying to fulfill. So my thinking is this, how do I make success of all the people that come in contact with me? How do I make sure that everyone who leaves or who has an interaction with me becomes better? That's an audacious goal, but that's a goal in which I have made up my mind that I'm going to fulfill. Now, but before I could do that, before I could do that with Unbounded, I would talk to you about seven things that would, would drive this home. Number one, because success is personal, success must start with a purpose. Success must start with a purpose. The famous words of Mark Twain, that there are two important days in a man's life. The day he was born and the day he discovers why. You can't run someone else's lane and be a winner. You must run your own lane. You must understand why you were created. You must understand for this reason you were born. You must understand what only you, God, or your creator has created you to fulfill. You must understand what's driving you. You understand? Because if you don't know what's driving you, you will not be able to know what to attain. And it's your purpose, your purpose. You must understand that you cannot be looking at someone else's questions to answer your own question. I mean, there are many examples now. I mean, you could be doing the same exam, but you have different questions. So if you have different questions, you cannot, you cannot copy the person beside you and um, expect that you will pass the exam because the invigilator gave you different questions. So different questions demand different answers. The questions you are meant to solve is different from the next person beside you. So if your questions are different, then your answers 
ultimately must be different. So you must know that you are here to solve a different problem. And that's the reason why you will have to stay on your own lane. So because in athletics, when you run on someone else's lane, what happens to you? You get disqualified. I see many people have been disqualified in the rules or in the race to become successful because of the fact that they never were able to understand their purpose. They were never able to understand that without this, you cannot navigate life. Without understanding purpose, life will become unfulfilling. Life will become uh, boring. Life will become depressing. And, and life would become a cake, as it were. So you must understand, why have I been created for a time such as this? I think purpose is what would enable you to understand that, you know what, I will pay the price, I would I would prioritize, I would stay in the process, I would be persistent, I would I would I would create whatever needs to be created so that ultimately I will become successful. So that you will become successful. I think that's the goal of success. And that's why success is personal always starts with what purpose starts with purpose. The second thing in which I will talk about it is the fact that you must define your own terms of success. You must define your own terms of success. What results do you wish to stake your entire life on? What is success to you? Is it the prestige? Is it um, the the look of being successful? Because a lot of times people not necessarily want to be successful, but they want to look successful. You understand? Is it is it is it is it the private jet? Is it um, is it the influence? Is it the health? Whatever it is, is it family success? Is it building of the great or the great or exceptional organizations? You got to have clarity of what really matters to you, because ultimately, what really matters cannot be kept at the discretion of what does not matter. So, if you do not know what really matters, you will never be able to pursue it. So, you must define your own terms of success. So, for instance, if you want if success to you is being a successful mother or being being a great mother, you understand that you then. Then the time with your family is extremely important. It's it's sacred. If success to you is having great bodies to be to be healthy, then it's important to you the kind of food or the kind of diet you go through. If success to you is having a great educational attainment, then you probably would take away discretion, uh, uh, distractions. You understand? So it's easy to to take away the things that distracting you if you are clear about your destination and. What it starts with when you have no illusions of what it really makes, what really makes success to you. So if it doesn't matter, then it's a choice you have made. Make up your mind on what really matters. If you choose the definition of um, success, with, if you choose not to have a definition of success, then illusion will continue. Illusion will continue. You will not understand. You will think that at the end of the day, the process will take care of itself. No, the process will not take care of itself. For you to be a great wife, you must become, you must spend time to understand the needs of your husband. You must spend time to understand what he really desires. You must spend time to bring out the best in him, to be a great father. You must spend time with your children. You must spend time to understand how would you, how would you bring them up in the instructions that really matter to you. You understand? Those are really, really very important things. So it's important that at every particular point in time, you must know what your terms of success are. Because if you do not know the terms of success, you cannot pay the price for success. And there's definitely no doubt in my mind that no result worth it is ever 
gotten without a price being paid. So as our personality differs, so would our definition of success differ. So because you went to school with a friend, doesn't mean that at the end of the day that you have the same definition of success. The person may just want to have a successful home, and that's all. And that will drive our answers. The person, I mean, I, you know, a lot of people have left high-paying jobs so that they could spend time with their family. Because for them, what success is what? It's their family. It's their family life, you understand? I mean, recently, um, there was this story in America about the American president um, and, uh, what do you call it, and, and, and his counselor. And this counselor was married to someone who was, also was anti the president. And, you know, and they kept going on and on and on. One day, the lady resigned. Not because she didn't like her job, but because she preferred her home, her home mattered more. You understand? Her children were complaining that their parents were running them mad. So they made up their mind. They were going to leave everything and face their family. You know, it's easy to make that kind of decision. It's easy to make that kind of sacrifices if and only if you are clear about your definition of success. You are clear about your definition of success because ultimately that will bring your highest fulfillment. Like we always say, one man's food, seven numbers poison. So the first thing I think everybody must understand, for you, for you to know if you want to understand success is personal, is that you must choose what philosophies will drive your success. You must choose what philosophies will drive your success. Many people have philosophies that limit them instead of bringing out the best in them. I remember when I was growing up, somebody said to me, Kwe sera sera, kwe sera sera. You know what that means? It means whatever it will be. Now, kwe sera sera could be a very comforting philosophy, but it will not drive a common success for you to attain the highest good for you and your family. You know, so all deeply successful people will start with the philosophy that demands the best from them. They be to demand to become better every single day. So they, they realize that to be a better paid person, they have to become more valuable. So how do you become more? How do you become more? How do you how do you how do you become bigger than where you presently are? So the battle for success, in my opinion, always starts with the correct philosophy behind it. Now Apple and Steve Jobs saw the world differently and they began to do different things. They became insanely successful because of the philosophy that drives them. So if you must change, if you if you understand that success is personal, then your own philosophy must be personal. Your own philosophy that is driving you is personal because that is what would that is what will get the results that you really want. I mean, someone else's philosophy may be like, you know, I mean, that's, uh, that's someone else's philosophy may be, you know what, the economy matters, you understand? I mean, I really want to get, I really want to have all the, um, all the trappings of wealth. But someone may just be like, you know what, I just want to have the most fulfilling life with my, uh, my spouse or with my better half, whatever that may be. And that will be that. So it's your philosophy that will drive you. And everyone has either an empowering philosophy or a disempowering philosophy. The choice is always going to be yours to make. The fourth thing I think everybody that must understand success is personal is the fact that success must be must not be the attainment of an external object, but a fulfillment of an internal aspiration. From time immemorial, any external object has always been an illusion. It's always been a mirage. In life, anything external has a downside. You get the private jet, then the maintenance comes in. You get the white pairs, then you find an inconvenience way of maintaining them. Oh, you get a beautiful wife. Then whenever you go for a meeting, the attraction will always be on her instead of you. That's the truth. Or you have a very handsome, rich husband, then you know, all the women also want him at the same time. So everything that you want that is external has a downside and you must understand it. So 
But the most important thing is to have an internal aspiration that is not just seen. So it becomes not a destination. That's where success becomes not a destination, but a journey. You understand? It's something that you keep getting better about. It's something that you keep doing. It's something that you keep improving on. It's something that you keep making sure that you become more valuable. Now, the fifth thing I want to talk about is that success is the maximization of potentials and being all you can be. Success is the maximization of potentials and being all you can be. So a 10 horsepower engine running at 10 horsepower is more successful than a 20 horsepower engine run at 11 horsepower, even though the 11 horsepower might win the race. You know, you are successful when you develop all your little energy, when you make all the maximum contribution that you can make. So in a mediocre field world, it's living out to be a hundred percenter, to be a hundred percenter, making sure that at all times you're always giving your best. Many people walk through life drifting, many people walk through life like dead fishes, but you must not be like that. You must intentionally live your life. You must choose that you know what all the things, all the all the talents that the Almighty has given unto you, that you maximize them for effective contribution to the world. And this world will be different because you lived in it. So that's how that's how success is personal because you will maximize all your gifts and everyone's gifts is different some people have the gift of speaking some people have the gift of hearing some people have the gift of touch some people have the gift of sight some people have the gift of building different gifts whatever gifts you have god did not leave anyone out of a gift so whatever gift you have that gift must be maximized it's your it's your responsibility to maximize it you know god never gives you a finished product he always gives you an unfinished product something that you now work on and become better in it and you know transform it so god gives you a farm now god gives you a land you now turn it into a farmland you know so god gives you an incomplete product so that you would work on it and become complete because god wants you to be a co-participant in the creative process god wants you to to also enjoy the process of success so god doesn't give you the complete thing it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't, it doesn't it, part of the process of making sure that you are also happy is the fact that you go through all the challenges so that you will learn how to keep it it's not because whatever is not earned is not enjoyed whatever is not earned is not enjoyed so you must understand that success is the maximization of potentials the maximization of potentials the sixth thing i want to talk about is the fact that you must figure out what problems you are well equipped to deliver you must figure out what problems you are well equipped to deliver peter drucker said something he said you can a person can only excel can perform only from strength. You cannot build performance or weakness, let alone on something one cannot do well. So, hence, discovery of the area of your strength should be one of your life as possible. So, if I want to if I want to find out how I'm going to excel, I want to ex I want to look at it in my place of strength. So, during my coaching, I tell people to write with their right hand and their left hand. Now, the predominant hand will become is easy to write on. The predominant hand is faster. The predominant hand is better, and the predominant hand gets a better result. You understand? At the end of the day, so you must build your life not on your weaknesses, but on what? On your strengths. So, how do you discover what strengths you're made up of? What what strength you made up of? One of the greatest success stories I love to speak about so many times, anyone who's heard me must always know about this story, is the story of Michael Phelps, the most decorated Olympian in the whole world, between eight Olympic medals, only three of them gold. I normally say that 80% of African countries combined together has not been able to do what one man has done. That makes him world class in my opinion.
makes him world class in my opinion. What does Michael Phelps do? Michael Phelps, you know, Michael Phelps has a name and his end. I mean, it has a name called the Flying Fish. You know, it has it has um, it has a long torso. He has short legs. You understand that average person. But you know the amazing thing about it, if Michael Phelps had wanted to become an Olympic athlete or someone that would run the race or a track and field athlete, he would never have excelled there. But he would he has a perfect body for what for swimming, but not a perfect body for running the race. He would never beat him and Usain Bolt. So you've got to find out what are the areas of strength because you can only excel at the area of strength. If you're not gifted for something, you will never excel there. Even the great Michael Jordan. Excelling in basketball, but could not do well in baseball. There's a place. There's a place for excellence. There's a place for excellence. No wonder the famed Albert Einstein said, "Everyone is a genius, but if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will live its whole life believing that it is stupid." So it's your job. It's my job to discover our place, so that life will give us a place. It's your job to discover your place, and life will give you a place. In mention. So. Birds excel in the air, fishes in the waters, monkeys on trees. Where are you meant to excel? When you discover that place, then you know that not everybody would excel there because success is personal. Because success is personal. And the, and the, and the seventh one I'm going to talk about is the fact that success is your place of contribution. We're here to contribute. Your success will be defined not by your consumption, but by your contribution. What are you bringing to the table? Life doesn't define doesn't give you what you did, what you're worth, but bring, but gives you what you bring to the table. To increase your contributions in life, and success is personal. You must understand three things. You must understand value. You must understand values, and you must understand valuable. You must understand value. You must understand values, and you must understand valuable. Value is what is recognized. Value is what is worth. Value is what is put on the table. Value is what ends a reward. But value changes in a world of volatility. You must understand value. You must understand what was valuable yesterday cannot might not be valuable today. So what's valuable yesterday might not have value today. You understand? I mean, coal used to be extremely valuable in time past, but it's not valuable today. Salt used to be one of the salt used to be the one of the most valuable commodity in time past, but it's not valuable today. So in the world of changes, you understand? You must understand that value changes. So whatever is value. Whatever is valued could change. Whatever the word values, yesterday, today, or tomorrow could also change. Now, your goal in life is to understand value and understand what is still valuable. So the CDs were valuable one time. The gramophone was valuable a much longer time, but today probably the, uh, the cloud is what's valuable. So you've got to understand that. So your journey begins by also understanding what also it's called values. Values is what drives you, your personal values. There's organizational values, organizations also have values, but people also have personal values. So you must understand personal values. Now, the clarity of personal values is the first prerequisite in your journey towards happiness because whenever you compromise your personal values, then you will never be happy no matter what you gain. So you must understand your personal values. You must understand your personal values. You must understand that you, may not, you must not sacrifice your personal values for any goal. So if you sacrifice, if you if you value your family and you sacrifice them for the attainment of something, when you get that thing, you will still be unhappy because you sacrifice something that you value for something that's less valuable to you. So, and the fourth thing is valuable. One question that should drive you is how can you be more valuable? How can you, by your values, 
intersection of your values and your value and the value what value is uh, what value is on the table bring more value to the table because life will keep rewarding you for your valuability so the valuable question is how would you become can you become more by being more you understand so you become more so the eighth one which is the final one is that you take personal responsibility for the attainment of success you know that success is not going to be a function of chance Neither is it going to be a function of circumstances or your country or your city. It was the late Archbishop Benson Dowser that says a lizard in Lagos is still going to be a lizard in America. Now, but the choices you make in the light of the opportunities and challenges. So it's taking personal responsibility that you're going to pay the price. Nobody will pay the price for you. That you're going to prioritize your life. Nobody will do that for you. You're going to eliminate the gap between your potential and your performance. Nobody will do it for you. And you make up your mind that every single day you become better. Like Michael Jordan, you don't compare yourself with others. You compare yourself with your best self and you keep going. You keep moving the needle so you can become better. All exceptional achievers have this contribution myself. Bill Gates did it through software. Jeff Bezos did it by, by website. Steve, Steve Jobs did it by design. The world is waiting for you. Remember that with God, all things are possible. When you understand that, post, that purpose and pursuit, then you become you, you start your race to becoming unbounded, that everything in life becomes yours because the because life is actually waiting for you. So all success is personal. All success is personal. All success is personal. When you can define that success is personal, then you're on a journey towards an exceptional life. God bless you. See you same time tomorrow.